Hello, everyone. Welcome to VR Verdict Podcast, episode 111. I am PJ. Wookie. That's Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking to Virtual Uppercut Studios, uh, Yahya and Gitchy. Hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's good to have you guys back. Last time was... Um, October 2020, I think, right around Halloween for your obviously monster theme game. Um, oh, yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been so Thanks, long. Man. The game is a, it's totally different. It's a whole new game. What, what, what the hell, guys? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. We were like basically, yeah, we did the mistake by uh, creep uh, feature creeping things, and uh, we just kept adding more and more. And we we're like, "Oh, that's so fun!" But then eventually, everything was half baked, and we we're like, yeah. uh, "Like, either we quit this project or we finish <laughs> it to the end." And we decided, like, "All right, we want to finish it, but it's gonna take too long if we keep all the different game modes." So, up until that point, like, we had released the world uh, adventure mode, and everybody kept like. Uh, having a hard time with enjoying that one and we kept trying to push that but then the, at that point the latest update we pushed was the, the zombies mode and everybody immediately got that and enjoyed it and mm. like doubled the sales and stuff so we just nice. we just chose like what players like the most yeah I, I hopped in there not too long ago and gave it a shot and you can see on the video play and like you have all new maps um, and worlds and it's all the weapons even it's a whole different game kind of like you said designed off um zombies from call of duty mode only better because like i really like had fun with your game on call of duty like the zombies mode isn't my thing but this was fun so i was happy (laughs) thank you yeah so yeah that was the problem because like when we added something new and we gave the build to people we wanted them to play the new mode but it was like very confusing and they just like started playing the super old mode and they didn't really know like how to get into the new mode and yeah we just like had to cut everything out that didn't work and just like double down on the things that did work and so yeah we just concerned like making more maps making a a whole bunch of guns and all the magic we had before we just like turned it into guns so like the flame magic became a flamethrower the like telekinesis became like a gravity gun and just like take the good parts and change them Oh, that's awesome. You can swing that. Um, and by the way, anyone watching this video, uh, if you haven't noticed, we're not in our normal space. And I'll swing the camera around, but we're in the actual menu room, the hub room of your game. So it's really neat. <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised when I booted this up. I was like, is this like the wrong thing? Yeah, Wookie. Yeah, I was, I was thinking what to give you guys, but like all the other maps are too huge, and I think the main menu is the most iconic. When people boot up the game, they see this, and they see the dog and bird over there. <laughs> I was just expecting something like the dog and the bird. Not like, like wait a minute, what is all this stuff? It's the whole level. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, we had mentioned doing it, and you're like. 
here, go for it. And then Wookiee and I sat, I mean, Wookiee did everything. I just watched him while he shared his screen. But in a couple hours, we had a pretty close facsimile of your of your game anyway. And it was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. I hope we did it justice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. But, um, so you guys now that we're, are now that we're still the scale in... a little big. Yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> No, no problem. And you guys are still, still rocking in Tokyo, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Awesome. Just giving the the listeners and watchers some feed from some background on you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, ever since uh, last time, though, I actually changed jobs. I used to work at the company who oh, was yeah. making uh, yeah. Swords of Gargantua, and oh, they recently nice. announced uh, Altair. Um, but uh, I've since ch- switched to another company called Universe, who made the Little Witch Academy a broom racing VR game. Nice. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And now we're working on the next big anime title. And yeah. it's going to be very awesome. exciting to announce. <laughs> cool. That's cool, because I don't think you told us that before, because I love Swords of Gargantua, and um, the the VR room room racing is is a lot of fun too so it's cool to see you're attached yeah. to both of those yeah thanks yeah all right just just wait for the next project that's gonna be it's, <laughs> uh, yeah i can't say which anime it is but it's one of the big ones so should be exciting awesome. i'm pumped <laughs> is it wrong so with curious. somebody that that is might be light and tall <laughs> it's 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 those animes with uh, like that anime with the guys with big eyes and you know the girl and the guy and yeah, narrows it down right. <laughs> a couple of them. I got a, I got a good idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so I've always been curious, and you guys are kind of doing the same thing. You're kind of halfway done. You thought with the game last time we talked. Um, you said you just decided, you know, had to pick something and go with it. So how do you guys keep the the passion going when you're working on something so long and then you're like, oh, we're switching gears again? <laughs> like, how does how do you guys make that work? <laughs> it's extremely hard. Yeah, it's been like two years in total. And yeah. at some point, yeah, like you said, like at first it's like exciting. It's like, yo, I want to put this in. I want to put this in. But then like you need to think about differently right like you can't just do whatever you want which is what we did at first and it just doesn't work so we gotta like make decisions okay this goes in this doesn't go in and just make like a task list and stick to it and yeah it just becomes like having a job while you already have a full-time job on top of it (laughs) and yeah yeah, like you just gotta keep on going like that's the thing like i made a rule for myself like i'm gonna work on this at least one or two hours a day and just it, uh, but like then you have these moments again where it's like when I get to work on like something cool when I put in like a certain like weapon type or something I get like super excited again and you always like <laughs> find these little things that get you excited again and that kind of keeps yeah. you going and when we get like people that play the game and they're like super excited like yo I love this and this was fun and they share their <laughs> clips like that's really what keeps you going yeah yeah totally yeah I'm so glad to hear that the the sales kind of doubled or um i think you said doubled when you changed it up and tried out the new platform so 
yeah now, now it's showing totally like since we released uh two months ago like uh we we've gotten like more than we've ever gotten <laughs> throughout the two years yeah. of early access <laughs> so yeah. it shows like and 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 there was like almost no bad like feedback all, all the feedback we got is constructive and it's mostly awesome. positive so the only thing people want is multiplayer but yeah that's uh <laughs> That's a bit of a hard one, but we'll see. For now, yeah. it's, it's the single player, and yeah, uh, we, we're we're happy with what, what we got in the end. Like ten ten maps for now, and yeah, yeah. the game is working. There's a full game loop, and yeah, we sprinkled them some cool stuff like bosses and the final boss. Yeah, I was playing. Um, I, I enjoy the hell out of the cyberpunk map. Um, but I was nice. playing the town <laughs> map, and um. I think it's like the first mini boss you fight. Like he just kept kicking my ass. <laughs> I was running. I kept running out of ammo. I was just going all nuts on him, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like it's it's like it's that whole like every time you lose, it's not just because just because it's hard. It's because like you got something wrong, and mm. like and then you know next time how to do it better. It's it's in game development. We have this like there's the good kind of difficulty and the bad kind of difficulty where the bad difficult is where it's you die in the game and you it's not your fault it's the game's fault like it's just too hard whereas yeah. like games like dark souls you die but it was your fault so next time you know how to avoid it and you learn with every new death <laughs> so it's that kind of gameplay yeah only i'm not stuck in it like i am in elden ring currently so <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, you still yeah, kind of kept my job. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, I, you know, the old game, I, I loved it, and it had a nice, it was charming, and I, it was kind of more like exploration. Uh, but I love how you guys were able to keep some of the sense of humor and some of the wackiness with like, um, the, the donut machine and stuff like that, and <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, the donut machine. It's it's interesting because it was like for, uh, yeah, we were kind of limited uh i mean with our game like we could we we i i have been in the past uh, 3d artist but if i had to do all the art for this game it would have taken like years to make yeah. so yeah. for us we wanted to focus on programming and designing the game so most of the art is outsourced and for the vending machine we were looking for one and we couldn't really find the proper one with like cool things but then we found this awesome donut machine and we we're like yeah this one's good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and That's if you've awesome. noticed, uh, if you've picked up the donut, you'll hear a popular like voice, uh, <laughs> like I mimic the voice of the mmm donuts, yep. like Homer Simpson. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say you did Homer Simpson proud with a donut machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If anyone watching the video, the video in, in of the game, if you hit the, you guys have some chests, like if you can rack up some points and stuff. Um, if you watch the video, like that chest pops up and there's just tons of weapons that scroll through. Like how many <laughs> weapons do you guys have in the game now? Cause it's quite a bit. It was like between 50 and 60 in the end. Gee, it's crazy. <laughs> Cause yeah. I did a whole rework of the weapon system. Because, yeah, at first, the weapon was actually, we had the system that the weapon is always on the right hand, and the magic is always on the left hand. So the way we programmed it was, like, very, depending on it being that way, that you always have one weapon and one magic. So mm -hmm. the hand and the weapon was kind of merged together. 
So when we made this new system, I had to like rebuild everything. And yeah, I just made like a very strong base system. So just adding a new weapon became actually super easy. Just like put in the model, like change the stats and everything. And I could probably nice. make a new weapon in like an hour or two hours. <laughs> is is it that easy to balance everything or do you not have to worry about that since it's just solo <laughs> oh, player? Um, balancing, yeah, that was like, I was trying <laughs> my best, but there's like so much crazy stuff going on with like, you can, because you can like upgrade the weapon to like three levels and yeah, there's just like so much going on. It's kind of impossible to balance. <laughs> so I just like <laughs> did what I can. <laughs> That's awesome. I was really shocked to pull out a katana out of nowhere and then just start slicing <laughs> people up. It was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, so, the, that was one of the things we didn't want to let go of when we switched to just the zombie mode, where we used to have the whole um, melee system with the blades and the swords. Mm -hmm. And that was like a from the adventure mode and the old uh, style. And we didn't want to let go of that. It was like pretty cool. So Stefan decided to like kind of make it like the guns where you can't drop the weapon. Because before it was like physical, like like Blade and Sorcerer, you can pick mm. it up, drop it, throw it. And we kind of made it more arcadey where it just sticks to your hand and then you can just still use it for against enemies. And <laughs> I think it kept in the the nice cool feeling of killing enemies with swords and blades. Mm. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, the um, I think there's like a black hole gun that was really neat that I remember. <laughs> just you can do a lot of crazy combinations with those things. I was playing a lot of Overwatch at the time, so that was big inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I know it kind of the game is out now, right? If like fully out, like released. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Do you have more plans for it? Or are you kind of like just tweaking and fixing and then working on the next thing? Or where are you guys at with that process? Can you tell them what you're working on now or is it still not ready? Uh, so yeah, like um, one thing we, I, I want from the beginning to just at least attempt is make a quest port. Uh, and I think that's where most of the people playing VR are now especially after yeah. the crazy Christmas holiday with now over 10 million Quest users. Yeah. So I'd love to have all of them try out our game and, and enjoy it. And so I'm I, last week I finished a demo for the Quest port uh, because porting all the maps can be a little bit uh, time-consuming. And I first wanted to test out the waters. Uh, so with the port finished, I am, I sub, I'm, it's currently in submission with the side quest. App oh, Labs nice. will uh, maybe come in later, and I'm just waiting for them to approve it, and then I can release it. And for this one, it will just be a demo, and we'll see the, how people react to it. And if they really enjoy it, then we'll move over to... Uh, I'll be mostly taking care of that, and I'll be moving over to just porting all the maps as much as I can, and mm. then releasing the entire game. Uh, for now, yeah, the demo is for free, but the entire game will be paid, of course. Sure. Um, and aside from that, um, we'll see how things go. Like, if the game does really crazy, Ooh. I mean, we have a bunch of map ideas and other ideas we'd love to do. But we'll, awesome. see, we'll see how the, how things go. So it's basically just what you kind of see for interest and sales, I assume, then. And 
kind of go from there. Yeah. Yeah, cool, we've yeah. already spent like two years on the game, so like, yeah. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> unless there's people actually yeah. wanting the game to grow yeah. more, or there's actually an audience, there's no point if, if yeah. like if no one's playing it, then why keep <laughs> spending time on this? Like, we or we yeah. both have already like other projects we'd love to. We already started yeah. like other projects on the side, so <laughs> yeah, like we have other things to do. But uh, yeah, if there's more people, we'd love to make more content. That's awesome. Because like even when we said like sales kind of doubled from before, it's still like not even close to enough to make an even. <laughs> like yeah. We just yeah. made enough back to pay for like the assets we bought, but then we put in like I don't know, like four thousand hours of work. So <laughs> that is still like not even close to making even for that. But yeah, yeah, that was like crazy. well the main reason wasn't just to like sell the game, but yeah, just like grow through like making it and have like mm -hmm. a great portfolio piece and gain the experience as well. So yeah, it was definitely worth it, even if it's not making a lot of money. But yeah, other than that, yeah, because like, yeah, has been working on the quest part, but I've been just like taking time off doing something else. Because yeah, during this time, I had like so many things I wanted to try, like just like get better at Unreal Engine, like try a bunch of different things. Because like when you're working on the game, like the main focus is to like finish the game. So if you want to put in like a mechanic, you can't really put too much research time into it. You just like kind of do it the way you know but now like sure. all the things that i kind of like half-assed i'm like going back on it and like doing research if there's like a better way to do it maybe and yeah i've been also doing a lot of like 2d stuff in unreal engine which a lot of people aren't which like almost nobody's doing because <laughs> there's like yeah unreal engine sucks for 2d you just use unity and whatever but i don't want to use unity anymore because i haven't touched it in four years and it's just getting worse and worse and <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah it's I've been playing around with that a lot, and it's actually pretty good if you know what you're doing. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> cool. You yeah, anyone who's interested, you... like you can follow him on his Twitter. Like he's posting all this, like 2D brawler or 2D kind of uh, stuff on Unreal Engine. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, well, yeah, yeah, as well. Actually, we started doing YouTube channels about like programming, uh, like teaching Unreal Engine yeah. or just like showing off a project. So yeah, that's kind of also a thing we're gonna keep on doing. Cool. Yeah, I started a whole like third-person adventure, action adventure oh, yeah. kind of game, like kind of like Kingdom Hearts, and I've been posting about that and updating it. And yeah, that's a whole project I'm starting now. <laughs> I have to get those links from you. We can throw them in the show notes, but and have people check them out. But I'd really like to see that too. That'd be neat. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm always looking at the difference between Unreal and Unity. Just trying to pick out people's, you know, perspective <laughs> and reasons. It's just interesting with the whole divide between that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why are you out of your chair? I was looking at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> He's been there for like ten minutes already. <laughs> you just I know. <laughs> I thought he had to go AFK or you something. Just <laughs> No, I, I, I think I scaled the area, the room a little too big, and I sitting over there, and I turn around, I keep getting interested yeah. in the video, and I break my neck <laughs> looking all the way up at that giant screen. Yeah. Are you one of those standing desk people? <laughs> I, I have a standing desk, yes. Well, nice. <laughs> uh, I want to buy one next week because <laughs> of my back. Right. It's been hurting me with sitting yeah. at home all day. Yeah. I, got one, work I highly recommend it. <laughs> I've got one table mm -hmm. I bought from IKEA a few years back, and it's just got a motor with like just a 
up and down button so you can kind of like raise it and lower it nice. and really like it's basically an, a motor because a lot of the standing desks you gotta like you get like 10 positions and if you don't like that position and you know the one you really want is between two of the existing positions it's kind of a pain so it's nice to have just a, de- a table where you just like lower it like half an inch and you're you know you're more comfortable because it's throughout the day you might stand up straight starting out but at the end of the day you might be out of energy and you know <laughs> leaning forward <laughs> it's just nice to have options yeah yeah totally <laughs> so what else have you guys been up to since we talked to you last anything cool going on other than than developing or Mm. Um, <laughs> actually I well yeah we're, we're kind of workaholics <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we like in the morning we wake up we work on our own projects then we go to work and then we work like at the company and then we come back and then we just yeah. maybe play games or continue working on our own projects and go back to sleep <laughs> i guess we can talk about games we played <laughs> yeah that's my next yeah. question so yeah yeah what you playing so, i guess i'll start so because i like fighting games a lot and before like the whole COVID thing happened uh there's uh there's like a venue here called like red bull fighting sphere a red bull gaming sphere and once a week they well actually like multiple times like almost every day yeah they just have like free events you can just go there and play with other people and they have like a street fighter day a smash bros day and i always went to soul caliber 6. so i actually like nice. was pretty deep into soul caliber 6 was playing secret and yeah but then the yeah. pandemic happened so <laughs> that kind of fell away <laughs> so yeah. yeah that kind of sucked but yeah i started playing street fighter 5 like now that it's kind of like over because i hated the <laughs> game so much when it first came out <laughs> but yeah. yeah they put in honda finally so i got my boy back i played a bit online nice. <laughs> and yeah it's actually a lot better than it used to be <laughs> Yeah, that's you said Street Fighter and uh, Soul Calibur. So it's like I know I, I knew there's another reason I liked you guys, but <laughs> <laughs> Siegfried was my guy in Soul Calibur. What was the first awesome. on the Dreamcast? Yes. Was it yeah. just Soul uh, Calibur? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dreamcast was amazing. Yeah, I missed that thing. Was really there Soul Edge the before that? Yeah, Soul Edge yeah. was the one. Yeah. Yeah, the old one. <laughs> what was the ninja guy yeah, name? The Oni guy with the flag on it. Yoshimitsu. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Yoshimitsu. <laughs> he was insane. He was like made of wood. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like, crazy. He every so every new game right? is different. Yeah. 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 He was a well, like his winning yeah. animation would be some like weird thing in his in his head would like spin around in a circle because he's like a wooden doll or something. <laughs> One of his mo- one of his moves is is like is like putting his sword into his yep. stomach and then killing the guy from oh, behind. It's like crazy. I do that, BJ, yeah. all the time. Okay, I just run up and he's like, no, 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 no. I turn around. Yeah. And just <laughs> it's actually pretty yeah, valuable though if you know how to use it, because we yeah. had a guy at yeah, Red Bull. Because yeah. was... like, if you're gonna lose the round anyway, you can just like kill both of you and get a draw. <laughs> <laughs> Man, now I want to go play shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're keeping you here. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. 
What time is it, guys? With you guys now? Like, is it nighttime there? Uh, yeah, it's fifteen eight thirty p.m. Yeah. Oh. oh, it's early morning here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have you been playing, man? Yeah, what do you got going on? Oh yeah, me, <laughs> me. Yeah, that's uh. So so a few months ago, I really got like this urge to play Age of Empires <laughs> again, <laughs> and and luckily two years ago they released Age of Empires two. Definitive edition, which yep. has all like yeah. new art style and like upgrade graphics. And man, I just dove into that and got really invested into it again. And yeah, I just loved playing that since I was a kid, strategy games. And uh, aside from that, like recently I've been playing a bunch of Kingdom Hearts because I want to research for the game I'm making and nice. specifically the older PS2 games. And it's just awesome, like seeing all the different optimization techniques they used to make the game run and look great on the PS2. Yeah. And actually, part of that has helped me a lot with the quest for it for Monster Showdown, and like just using all those PS2 techniques to make the game runs. And I'm also applying all that with my new game now that I'm gonna be like, I'm posting on Twitter, and I'll be posting like next week around next week a episode, a dev vlog on my YouTube. Nice, so yeah, dude. mostly doing that. <laughs> I like going back and look at it, PS2 specifically, because they did a lot of tricks. Like, I don't remember which Final Fantasy it was on the PS2. It might have been 9 or 10, but it had no business looking as good as it did on the PS2 near the end of the PS2's <laughs> yeah. life. But like, how do they squeeze that much out of that console? It had a lot of good, I don't know if the textures were just really good on the console. Like, the power for the textures was great, but... Kind of fun yeah, to go it's back crazy, and look like, at them. the stuff Square Enix would pull off. Like, they're always pushing, like, the cutting edge of technology and, like, really squeezing out, like, every new, like, tricks and techniques to optimize the game and make it run. Like, I remember I was talking to a guy from the Final Fantasy XI team who was making it for the PS2, and he was explaining how, like, the PlayStation 2 had a specific dedicated uh, chip inside uh, to handle particle effects. And so it was really good with particle effects. If you've noticed, many games used like crazy stuff, specifically like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts games. And for Final Fantasy XI, like sometimes they would be out of budget, like the like the budget for the graphics, and they would want like things in the background, like airships flying. And so instead of having just airships flying, they turned them into particle effects because the <laughs> particle effects like chip works. And like, yeah, like they would pull off tricks like that. Like, great. like imagine a character, but he's a particle effect in the engine. So, like, they do crazy shit like that to make it work. And yeah, <laughs> it's it's always a shame in the console near the end of life like that because like, no people really know how to use it. Like, <laughs> they've really figured out how yeah. to squeeze everything out of that particle. I guess it's, it's funny. But things can always like there. move on to the next one, next generation. Like, you, like for example, in my game, I'm still using those techniques because in the future I might release the game on the Switch, and you still need that kind of optimization for Switch. Right. Yeah, that's smart. I always wonder overall. What? It gives a very distinct and unique look, right? Because you want to emulate yes. that kind of. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Like PS1 games, you saw that recent like uh, Bloodborne PS1 remake. <laughs> yeah, that that, that was just 
Yeah, they use the same shaders that make it look broken and like old, and it just looks great because it's like nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wondered, being game devs, like if you when you play other games, is it distracting? Are you always like, oh, look at that, or like, oh, that's how they did that? Like, does it distract you from the actual game, or can you kind of turn that on and off? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mostly have my like Trello notes open and just like write things down, <laughs> take notes. Like I want to put this in my game too. I want to have this move. <laughs> yeah, like it kind of takes out of the enjoyment a little bit, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it takes away a bit of the magic, but like at the same time, you're also like, how the hell did they pull that off? And like <laughs> yeah. you just try to like move around with the character, move the camera, and you're like, oh damn, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's oh, like the story you totally forgot about <laughs> i remember yeah. when we played the, the new smash bros on switch the first time and we were on the fountain map and you're just like you just like stop playing like, oh look at this reflection it's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the know, what yeah, but... doing, where they're doing the they're watching like um Edward Scissorhands with at the barber's house or something like that, and the barbers are crying because Edward Scissorhands is so good at cutting hair. <laughs> <laughs> like it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but this is also like, like it's a little bit similar. Like, for example, I wouldn't want to join here a company like I don't know, like Square Enix or like companies I like their games up because. That would break the entire magic of loving those yeah. games. I'm pretty sure, like, it would be similar for Stefan. Like, if he would uh, get, uh, if he would join, like, um, like the game, the companies that make Street Fighter or like, like uh, I don't I know. Would, yeah, wouldn't I don't know, man. I was actually like <laughs> no? gaming for no, that first, so. but then I saw the salary and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's another thing. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's it's different with fighting games because like hmm. if they're not really made to be immersed. Like, cause even if I just play a fighting game, I look at the frame data, I look at it very like mathematically. So I think in that case, it would actually work. But yeah, if you, cause mm. I actually used to work in localization before, just on like working holiday visa and I actually did localization for Street Fighter V too. And that was actually awesome. But <laughs> then I had to do mm. localization for like other games like Attack on Titan and it just like ruined the game. Cause I, you, you don't really play the game from the start to the end you get like a list like where you have to start and then you just like start in like the last chapters like what this guy was the titan what the fuck i didn't even know like what's going on what and like ruins the entire thing <laughs> yeah yeah I, I had a friend who joined like the final fantasy 15 team and she, the first day she joined they're like all right so this guy's dying this guy's dying we're gonna be doing the story this way and she's like what the hell no <laughs> yeah just storm out and quit <laughs> yeah. At that point, it's yeah. already ruined for you. You might as well just go with it. But <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It like really depends on the type of game. I think that's true. Sure. That's true. Yeah. But also, one thing about making games, like working it's not at a game always hundred percent, but like stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like well, one thing is like, um, if you work on a game for like two, three, four years, like once it's out and fully working and not bug, like full of bugs, you just don't want to touch that thing or look at thing, that thing uh, ever yeah. again. <laughs> like, yeah. You're just kind of sick of it. 
So that's another sure. thing too. Like. Well, that's the starting point. I don't think I've ever seen you play our game, actually. <laughs> oh no, I spend like th that's actually an exception. Like many times, well, not not I don't play it out of the blue, but when I'm testing and playing the game, many times I'm looking like I'm testing a feature or looking for a bug. And I tw 20 minutes later, I realized, oh shit, I've just been playing. Like, I forgot to I <laughs> check that. Yeah, that happens too. <laughs> yeah, because just, it just gets you right into the action. It's like fun. <laughs> you forget it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hard to maybe also immerse yourself in the game. Like, if I play the game, like, all right, I got, I leveled up in my game. It's like, yeah, but I made this game. I know what's going to happen when I reach level 100. <laughs> Yeah. That's true. But going sometimes back it's to your game, if... I was. Oh, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Like sometimes it's actually fun. Like if we played after a while and we don't really know what the other guy implemented, and it's like, wait, this yeah. is the game. <laughs> yes, yes. With a bigger <laughs> team, it is cooler exactly. sometimes because like every time you open it, you're like, oh shit, there's new new stuff. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. If you're making a fighting game, you can just go to like change the hitboxes on the hands to like you know four times the size or something, so you just punch and they die. <laughs> <laughs> just don't tell anybody. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, like 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 stuff like that where you're just playing around, uh, doing crazy stuff that maybe like is you don't want to implement in the game. Actually, sometimes end up being in the final game because you just came up with like a feature. Just by playing yeah. around, oh, yeah. <laughs> like in Mario uh, 3D World, the one on the Wii U and the Switch. You know how you, there's like one power up where you split into two characters and yeah. start running around. That actually was accidentally like they came up with that idea because one one developer was just playing and he accidentally had just two players in the map and then he <laughs> booted up the game and he was like, "Oh, shit, it's controlling two players." And he was like, "Wait, that's actually cool." <laughs> yeah. That is pretty fun. Funnily, that's that's yeah. my favorite part of that game because it's just awesome to try and control that and figure it out. So that's pretty yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I encourage like always just play around, you know, while developing. Try yeah, out yeah. stupid, crazy things. Never say no, like explicitly no, because you never know what that idea can lead to. True. <clears throat> Actually, also in Street Fighter 2, uh, the combo system was actually a bug because one guy <laughs> noticed that if you press the buttons at the right time, you can actually like connect multiple attacks and the other guy can't block. But they're like, oh, we, we got to fix this. But the, then they were like, well, it's so hard to do. Like, nobody's ever going to figure this out, right? And that was like how a combo <laughs> system even started. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> From the start of the game is an accident. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, now I'm trying to picture what it would be like without combos if they fixed it. Like, I think right. it would just be like Samurai Showdown is now because it's like just big heavy hits, and that's it's kind like... of it. Spring <laughs> 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 up on you. <laughs> Who am I? Merged. It's still me, yeah. I hope you didn't switch well, yeah, places because cool I want to lose who. 
Sorry, what's that? <laughs> you know our voices. <laughs> now, pr- pretty cool, like, the stuff you've made. Like, last time was just voice, like, on Discord. Yeah, now yeah. you get the whole 3D environment. I like I like this. Like, you can... This whole thing, we just did these gestures and stuff. Can't do that in just voices. <laughs> yeah, it started mm-hmm. out with... um the spatial ape team invited us into their space and then they started doing other things. So we kind of were forced to figure it out with some help of some other friends, but, um, Wookie's been relearning his crap and getting it to work. And now it's kind of spurred him on to work on some games and stuff. So it's, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. I used to play in unity like a decade ago and I went to school for animation. So like when you guys were like, Oh, Hey, you got the normal map like that. I'm like, Okay, now I gotta figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember where they were, but where do I put them in Unity? I don't know. <laughs> That's fun. You should you should give Unreal a shot too. <laughs> I I have it installed. Just uh, nice. Like once you go back. Unreal, you never go back. <laughs> yeah, I might have to. Yeah, beg you guys for a private session and give me maybe maybe a head start. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Anytime, let, like let us know. We c- I can have a call even with you and just explain to you, help you out. It's it's so like awesome interface. to use. So yeah, yeah, like like yeah. even the like a little gizmo for like the rotations and stuff. It's not a vector line that you can't grab half the time like it is in Unity. You just it's got that nice yeah. big pretty <laughs> beam slice. I don't know. What you're yeah, <laughs> like you can push play and go like there's a. A free camera in built into the editor for the testing. You can just kind of yes, zoom around. Exactly. Holy shit. Yeah. That's not in Unity. It's like it's made for games. <laughs> 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 like seriously, in just by default, you you boot up the engine, you boot up a template, and you can just choose ten players in the scene, and you got multiplayer going on. Yeah. Like it's just built in. No. Yeah. It's uh. I'm sure there's differences, nuances, and stuff. Like, if you have to build a big game, do you have to push build, and it takes freaking forever on Unreal to build? Because Unity has all like the layers and the plugins for that. The builds are quick. I don't know how long it takes. No, I'm sure there's fast too on Unreal. Like it's for Monster cool. Reapers, yeah. Monster Showdown, it just takes yeah. us like a minute or two to build. <laughs> well, uh, well, the the first time because I think it, it bakes a lot of data. The first time you build, it takes like an hour, but yes. then the Yes. Iterations after that are pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, I think it like probably yeah. caches stuff. I think that's why the library is yeah, getting exactly. pretty large in it. It's caching a lot. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. We're talking about yeah, it's it's about to get real nerdy in here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. But yeah. My only problem with Unreal Engine is the way they handle C. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I like we've never dabbled yeah. in C. So I'm kinda like, is blueprints gonna be enough? Blueprints. Yes, yeah, actually, Monster Reapers is almost. It's like ninety-nine percent blueprints. Ninety-nine point yeah. nine nine. We just have one script for one function <laughs> that's in C plus plus. It's actually two, I think. <laughs> is two, it the donut okay, machine? Right. <laughs> no, no. no. Yeah, it's just basically machine. a blueprint function that wasn't there, so we made it like in C plus plus, and then we can call it from the blueprints. That's it. I'm sure I can figure some of that out, but like, I just do a lot of scripting so c sharp is you know easy enough to learn back in the day and that's it's mm-hmm. just helpful that's in unity but it's also kind of like i keep asking devs like because unity has like the mono plugin or whatever give them c sharp mm-hmm. you can just use the mono mm-hmm. dll readers and rip the code right out of the game like people can see all your tips and tricks like one thing to get inspired <laughs> by a game and say i want to put that grappling hook in my game 
And then it's another thing to go use a DLL sniffer and just like, here's how they did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I, I, I think like it's that. like sh- just sharing idea. Yeah, yeah, anyone can just see the code. Like, I mean, in the end, like there's no copying. Like everybody will get inspired by something and then eventually it will turn yeah. something else. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually with Unreal, there is, uh, it's not official, but it's, it is like supported by Epic. <clears throat> where there there's like a whole team building a C sharp um library and it's actually already like working not bad like so you, you mm. can actually get that. It's called like uh, C L C S L Unreal or something like that. And yeah you can just plug that in and use C sharp. But yeah again blueprints more than enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also it's not so much like C itself because like even before like doing C++ with Unreal Engine, we learned C++ at school for like two years. Even then, just like the way Unreal Engine handles it. Because in Unity, if you do C Sharp, like you have like the, what like it affects the game right away. Because you can do like the, you just like start playing and it works. But Unreal Engine, if you write like one line of code in C++, you have to compile for like two minutes and then start and hope it doesn't crash. And it's like the whole process of it. <laughs> but wasn't that, <laughs> that only for custom matter. engines? I think not, with not custom, custom engines, you can just press. Yeah. No, 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 no. It still takes like a minute at least, mostly. Okay. Custom engine yeah. takes like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just. Yeah. But that's actually like one one thing for some developers, like Square Enix, how they adapted it for Final <clears throat> Fantasy VII and Kingdom Hearts Three, Unreal Engine, because by default you can just get the custom engine, like the the uh, source code, and you can just customize the engine however you like, mm. and so. It is also pretty open for whoever has that ability and skill to just customize their engine. Neat. Yeah. I think actually like Mortal Kombat 11, like a lot of people uh, like mis- mistook it for being an Unreal Engine 4 game because it looks so good. But actually, <laughs> they are still using Unreal Engine 3, just like modified it so much, it looks completely different now. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Someone shared an article with us that said uh, CD Projekt Red was for their new Witcher project. They're they're using yes. Unreal and they're working with what? that because they're yeah the Red Engine. Yeah. Like I remember booting up um, Witcher Two, which was fucking gorgeous, and it was like melting my PC. But I didn't care. I just you know <laughs> taking screenshots until I had to force quit the games. So I just look at them because it's like holy shit. So if they actually Mm-hmm. share knowledge with unreal that's a big plus like yeah unity bought like weta digital for movies i don't give a shit that's kind of neat i like weta digital movies but i'm not going to make movies that doesn't help me it's exactly obvious <laughs> but if fucking cd project red starts adding some stuff to unreal it's kind of like shit <laughs> yeah. gotta learn both yeah. i mean that's the thing with Unity and Unreal. Unreal Epic Games is a games company. Unity does not yeah. make games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we have a dev roundtable once a month with four or five devs, and it always just devolves into Unity versus Unreal. Yeah. And... <laughs> One guy hates Unity. He goes off on like the UI is old. So like the other night when I was um. PJ was watching me and we were kind of, you know, I was putting the normal maps in your, your booth here. 
And I'm saying, this is why he, he's hating on it. Is this fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like Me too. I have to like... use it for my full time. It's, yeah, gone. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's old looking. <laughs> yeah. See, for beginners, it's pretty good. But, mm-hmm. like, it's not overwhelming mm-hmm. like Unreal. But uh, it's just limited. Like, it's, and it's been so buggy recently. Like, I left it four years ago. And I came back to it because my current job uses Unity. And I don't know how it got worse in four years. Like, what? <laughs> I was just creating a small template for uh, VR stuff last night. So I was going through and I was adding some of the um, OpenXR plugins. And shit just had errors. I had to, like, restart the client to get it to notice that, hey, you're, you're using this, you know, this 0.01 upgrade of this XRI thing. You, you know, you make a backup of your, your of your project or, you know, just are you, are you okay with this upgrade? And I'm like, it's an empty project. What the fuck? But I had to restart <laughs> the engine to get the pop-up to show up. And as soon as I clicked yes and then restart it again, 80 errors went away. And I'm like, where, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was even complaining yeah. to PJ over Discord. I'm like, well, I'm already hitting the fucking errors. Wait, no, restarted. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 the whole error thing, the packaging thing, like it's mm. it's it's so complex. Like in Unreal, you just enable disable plugin. It does not download yeah. it into your project. It does not affect like your whole source, like repository yeah. and stuff. Like, uh, so much more smoother. And when uh, our friend gave us the 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 multiplayer booth that we're in right now, um, with the Normcore plugin to get this stuff working, the multiplayer, and. I hadn't really used anything VR and Unity, but there's like an Oculus tab up top. But I was using, you know, we're using the OpenXR plugin. So I just was browsing the Oculus plugin and there was a build through the Oculus menu instead of build through the project menu. I clicked it once to see if there was anything different because it said it might cache stuff and speed stuff up. Destroyed it. I was like, <laughs> I had to rebuild the entire project and pull the Steam files out. And he was like, oh, you should use, you, all you got to do is compare all the files and see which ones are different and then just only move over into a new project, the ones that you know you need. And I was like, (laughs) painful. (laughs) That was like two days of fun just because I pushed build in an Oculus menu. I'm like, it's an Oculus app. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. I'm griping. (laughs) He helped me fix it. And the tool's still great, but it was like, damn it, Unity. So PJ, um, I have nothing to contribute to any of that talk. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're trying to get to the point to where, like, when we have a guest and they give us like in-game assets, like characters or weapons, that I can just pop in, place them, and Wookie doesn't have to. He can do the big stuff, and I can take care of the little stuff. But we haven't got that far yet, because <laughs> hmm. I've never touched anything. So I'm learning, or will learn, or whatever. <clears throat> Good reason to learn. Nice. Yeah, if you have this thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Placement yeah. should be fine. Yeah. That's always the thing I find. Like, if you just want to learn something for the sake of learning it, it's very hard. But if you have to do it out of necessity, it gets a lot easier. Yes. Yep. Because I've been wanting to learn Blender for like 3D modeling for a long time. But <laughs> I never had like a game that needs it. But now, like, one of the things I'm working on needs it. So, like, now it's a lot easier just like. Every day, just start it up, do like an hour, and get better at it slowly. Yeah, I 
used to use Maya 3D. So back in the day, I'd like log in and model one item on my desk, <laughs> just like a pen cup. Nice. And just be like, okay. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Keep the habit going. Yeah. I don't think we want to keep going on about the Unity and real stuff. <laughs> we might put people to sleep. Yeah. If you guys are having fun, that's fine. <laughs> we could talk about Godot. I have never Godot used engine. it, but it's open source. <laughs> Me neither. It's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's super tiny too. It's like 12 megabytes or something. I don't know. Damn. Oh. Yeah. I've always amazed at stuff like that. You know, there's databases built on JavaScript. You push a button, you get a tiny little connectable database and some like you know in memory and it's like who makes those things those tiny little tools <laughs> should we start talking about like javascript versus typescript or something <laughs> i think this is more fun. i'll be even more confused <laughs> <laughs> me too i'll be in that book too <laughs> versus python versus ruby oh, python sounds cool actually <laughs> Actually, in Japan, uh, Java, like a coffee, a coffee, like company. Yeah. <laughs> Java's what? It's a coffee, like drink. Yeah, they call coffee Java over here too. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah I think oh, the okay. icon of Java is like a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's where it's based off. Oh, oh I'm, I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> Here I was like, oh, this is like Java, whereas Java is like coffee. That's the other way around. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I never noticed. I forgot the other icon. <laughs> One of our uh, friends is a Java developer. And I don't remember what insult, I, you know, just kind of being funny because yeah, I do C sharp stuff. And, uh, I don't remember what little insult, like, you know, not really a developer because he does Java. And then the motherfucker didn't speak to me for like two years. <laughs> I was like, I don't know Java. You're better uh, than I am. That was a joke. <laughs> wow. That's funny. <laughs> so VR, huh? You guys yeah, play VR, VR games? <laughs> Guns. <laughs> Monsters. So Those I are good skeletons, by the way. I just got Thanks. a PS5, and it's the first oh, PlayStation awesome. I've ever owned because I've always Whoa. been Nintendo, yeah. Xbox, you know. And I got it just for the PSVR or yeah, the PSVR two coming hopefully this year. Nice. So yeah, I've been going. I, I think it's gonna be October, from what I've heard. Maybe that's Shh. um. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're so, live. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, I'll just get the first version of the headset because they have some really good games that were exclusive and I haven't got to play. And it's been, and, and again, take this with a grain of salt. It's It's been a pain in the ass because I got everything I need and I went to hook it up and I went to jump in. And I'm like, where the hell does this camera plug into? And I forgot that the. Uh, Going from PS4 to PS5, you need that special adapter. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and you can get one for free, but it takes like four months to get to you. So I got one on Amazon. So I finally got that. I hooked it up and I go to play Astrobot. And it's it's like, where is your controller? I'm like, it's right fucking here. Like it like what the hell? 
Well, now I need a PS4 controller to play that oh, game. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that That's weird. Thing. So Should then... Backwards compatible. Yeah, it doesn't have the light on the front, though, or whatever that is. Yeah, that's right. Oh, There's oh, PS4 uh, has like a light beacon. Yeah. There's my controller. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so I finally got um, everything square. Well, I haven't got that controller yet, so I haven't played Astro Bot yet. But I've been playing some Iron Man, which is pretty cool. But the day I got the adapter and I went to hop in for the very first time, I was so excited. Like, I, I forgot to charge the uh, wands. So I couldn't play it again. God damn it. So it's been an ongoing quest of mine to play some PSVR. <laughs> but I could have just sent you my PS4 Pro. Yeah. <laughs> Coulda. But I, I need it for when... Do you each other in real life? Not anymore. <laughs> Bookie ditched me. <laughs> We're brothers in real life. He, I just moved to the southeastern part of America, and he's in the top middle. Ah, okay. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Japan. But yeah, I need you it for October. Japan. That sounds more fun. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome to the What Podcast. What? <laughs> what? I couldn't hear. What? <laughs> it, it says something about how jovial and friendly you two are because, like, who else are you just sitting around and, like, you got four people saying, What? <laughs> and now you're Why are you hiding under the table? table. <laughs> <laughs> you you pen? You I drop? actually just got a message what? that my headset is running out of gas, out of electricity, so I'm hooking gas. it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those are plug well, this is what we saw. <laughs> you guys are meeting under the table to give a message. These guys are idiots. <laughs> Can't plug in now. Yeah. yeah, he's still on his quest one. I'm on my quest two. Nice. I still regret getting the quest because I still prefer my HTC Vive, actually. Yeah. Nah, I'm still comfortable. Yeah, I love my Rift CV1 or CV2, and it, when that dies, I'm going to cry a little bit. But <laughs> Quest 2 is great, but I still like PC VR better than anything. So, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what Valve was working on because we, we had the Valve Index at the company before, and that was like really cool to play around with. But yeah, oh, yeah now they like, worked on the Deckard. The rumored Deckard that's going to be possibly like a quest, but a more powerful quest, standalone oh, VR headset. I'm like so out Deckard of the loop VR. right now. Do you yeah, think that'll gotta, connect gotta to follow. the Steam Deck, or will that be part of it? Uh, <laughs> probably similar hardware. Like they could reuse that hardware for the Deckard. True. I I put in a five dollar pre order for a Steam Deck. Nice. How long is going <laughs> to take? The whole story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I just want to play with it to play that demo they made. That's kind of like an Aperture Lab. Uh, kind you of can actually play game. it on PC too. It's not exclusive. Nah, it's not fun, dude. You need that controller. <laughs> that's, that's the... <laughs> gotta do it it's right. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
It's it's like it's like it got Call of Duty on PC and then it came out on the PSP. It's like, oh, you can play it on PSP, but on the PC <laughs> emulator, like, no, no, it's not the same thing, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like those Android games you can play on PC. Like, ah, it's not the same feeling. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I do have two switches in the house. I don't really use. But when I told my girlfriend about the Steam Deck. She uh, likes to play some MMOs on the PC, and the Steam input control system to set up a controller is really good. And you could probably, mm-hmm. you know, play some stuff lying down because she gets tired of sitting up at the PC for an hour or two just playing the game. So that piqued her interest, and I said, you know, I can probably put on like a Switch emulator, and you can play some Switch games on it too. <laughs> and that was like, really? But I'm like, we got two Switches. <laughs> that was a clincher. <laughs> yeah yeah that is actually huge yeah putting switch emulators yeah maybe you can even upscale yeah. the games to some degree yeah well, all right ray tracing 4k <laughs> yeah not to that extent, yeah. <laughs> yeah they have done it for breath of the wild they were like they put those effects like super effects yep. stuff ah uh, yeah well i guess the yeah, i don't want to powerful enough though, but yeah you see yeah yeah i don't i don't want to alienate any viewers but like i was looking forward to breath of the wild really bad i think it's a great game but like i got it on the switch and everybody seemed to love it pj was playing it our friends are playing it and like it looks a little ugly like <laughs> she's had what? like a gray fog over the whole thing <laughs> it's great yeah. i, I that, was that's like the whole art of it <laughs> so it made it look dim and I, dingy for me so I originally got it on the Wii, so when I went up to the Switch, I'm like, damn, this looks awesome. <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Oh. Well, I saw it on an emulator. He just ran off. Um, hey. I saw it on an emulator where they, they like removed that fog layer, and it just immediately popped. And I was like, now I want to put a Switch emulator on my PC. <laughs> yeah. I also, they they put Breath of the Wild on PC and you can play it in VR. So I, that hooked my oh, oh. my <laughs> interest. Because <laughs> I have Mario 64 like in a high def version, and that's pretty sweet. So <laughs> in VR, not in VR, but yeah, I. I would like to take that bet because, like, I can, <laughs> like, I can sit here for hours and do that. Be fine, but I would like to jump on some Goombas in VR. Yeah, we got that. Remember something like you jump and then when you double jump or something, he like does like a backflip in the air and like does a ground pound. I'd be like spewing through that whole somersault. Actually, I've played the Mario Kart VR experience that they had here in Japan in Tokyo. <gasps> Before they shut it down, and that was pretty interesting. How like the car when it spins and you get hit and you fly around and jump. That's pretty oh, cool. Right. I'm so jealous because that certainly they showed that. I'm like, holy shit, that looks so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But now that place is gone, so you can't. Yeah, yeah. Now it's gone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. I played yeah, the Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, what's going? Uh, it's not really a VR game, but the House of the Dead uh, mm-hmm. 4, I guess, no, 5, I don't know. 
if it's numbered or not. But yeah, the Game Center exclusive one, the newest one they made with Unreal Engine, it's actually super cool. But I think they could just like easily port it to like VR and make like a VR rail shooter, but they just don't. It's just like you no. can only play it in the Game Center. <laughs> yeah, they don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want yeah, to make a dead typing anymore. game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I still want to make that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm <laughs> going to, but I just want to take, like, Monster Reapers, all the ass- uh, Monster Showdown, all the assets, and make, like, a House of the Dead typing game kind of thing. <laughs> Would they be running <laughs> at the camera? And you have to yeah. type at them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they come towards you, and you have to type them to kill them. Type their names. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still going to be a while, but yeah, I eventually want to do that. <laughs> Maybe even VR. <laughs> VR typing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because now you can do the pass through, right? With Quest. Yeah. See your keyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it work. One game I'm surprised no one's kind of copied for VR, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was on Wii with like the it's kind of like a starter disc where it had a bunch of mini games and stuff, but they had a four player co op. No. Oh, okay. It had like very different kinds of games, and they had a four player co op like Zelda game where you could shoot bows and you had a sword and shield to block and stuff. It's like, that's what I want in VR. Uh, but no wait, one's well, done I mean, it. Nintendo Land? Nintendo Land? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that was really cool, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. So, and like, what sucks simple. Is it wasn't multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like just local multiplayer, no online. Even yeah, though they local, had a whole yeah. lobby where there's fake people. What the hell? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that'd be Yo. so easy and to do and no one's done it. It's like, that's what I want. Like, that's fun. True, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like a metaverse kind of thing. Like, You're yeah. like one of the very few people that played Wii U. <laughs> I don't know. Am I? <laughs> yeah, I never, you, like, hear anybody talk about I've it. I've never heard someone says, I've played Breath of the Wild on the Wii. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> encourage it. <laughs> it was but, bad. <laughs> yeah. Played. But we, you actually, like Nintendo Land was the one game I actually really loved because I had a bunch of friends over at the time, and it was like so fun, like, like something that you couldn't do on a different platform with the yeah the like chase game where like one person's chasing and has the that was awesome. Screens. <laughs> it's yep. so cool. Yeah. You can do Nintendo the same stuff with a headset. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like async. Yeah, totally. Async, but yeah, just like one I person that has the other There was a game that too. released a few months ago. There was a game that released, I forgot the name, but it's like a party game, kind of like Mario Party, but for the uh, VR. Yeah, it was. Um, mm-hmm. We had him on the podcast. Now I'm going to be an asshole. The... <laughs> oh, great. You should totally know their names, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, he's gonna kill me. The party game we played with Beth. Yeah, I love that guy. What was the name of the game? <laughs> Loco Dojo. Yes. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. yeah, that game's awesome. I love it. With uh, Sam, I think. Yep. And we got like a early build of their multiplayer something or other. I can't remember now, but the the announcer guy who's got a great voice was like, "Throw these apples at these seagulls," and I was hitting the seagulls. My apples were they were really heavy, like they wouldn't. Yeah. You, know, you had to really, really chuck them. 
but it didn't interact mm. with the seagull. It just passed right through him. So I'm sitting there going, God damn it, if you say I'm going to hit a seagull, I need to be able to hit the fucking seagull. <laughs> and PJ put that in the video. So Sam's coming on the podcast. He's like, I'm sorry. We're going to put the thing in there where you can actually hit the seagulls with the apples. I'm like, just for me? I'm like, hey, damn it. I'm sure you guys can attest to this. But that's the important thing about VR. Devs love good feedback. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, no, we, we love any feedback. Like, it, like uh, it's yeah. great when people praise the game, but we appreciate when you can shit on it and just tell us, like, what's better about it. Like, how can we fix it? <laughs> just don't tell us multiplayer. That shit is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't you say in real? You can just say 10, 10 player game and you get multiplayer? Yes, local. That's <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also like with that, you have like a beginning template. It's not like now our game is two years in development. Adding multiple yeah. at this point, and we VR. gotta reprogram a lot of things. And yeah, VR, VR makes it even harder. It. Like, look at this. You have all this yeah. movement. That's hard to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. instantiate and all that stuff. <laughs> we actually did some prototyping with multiplayer at the job before, but even then. Because, like, usually if you learn something, you start with, like, small, just make, like, a pawn clone or whatever. But we just, like, made a full, like, like For Honor, for Honor. Like, VR fighting game and just, like, nice. started learning online with that. And it was, like, a fucking mess. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, don't want to do that again. Well, that's an idea for anyone who wants to try it out. Like, For Honor and VR would be a pretty interesting, like, yes. PvP yeah. kind of game. With yeah, the whole stance system and stuff. I want a good Bushido Blade one-hit kill <laughs> VR game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can stab yourself again like <laughs> Yoshimi. <laughs> I had forgotten all about that move until you said that. Remember the pogo stick <laughs> with his sheath that you oh, jump up yeah, and down and hop on his sword? Oh, like, yes. And he would scoot. <laughs> Just, wow, right the sound he does, like, Argh. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like, speaking of feedback, uh, there's a streamer called Mercury VR, and he's been the best source of feedback ever for us. Like, yes. he's always playing the game when we make a new update, and he's so good at finding bugs and just like doing things that most people wouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like trying to exploit the game and it's super helpful. So yeah, shout out to you, Mercury VR. You're the best. Yeah. <laughs> they really awesome. the game is, is as polished as it is thanks to him. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Yeah. That's funny because when I play a game, like even if I'm playing an alpha for someone, like my mind does not work that way. It's like play the game and experience it and you know, tell them what's cool about it. And it's like that's not probably super helpful if they need to <laughs> hear what doesn't helpful. work. The best thing is basically like when when testing games is just to watch the person playing. Like most of the feedback we got aside from the bugs from Mercury, for example, he streams all his gameplay. So we just watch him play and we can get so much feedback from just how he's experiencing the game. Like if mm. something is like, ah, he gets annoyed from something. Like he doesn't even have to point out the problem. But if he just like... We just see him feeling frustrated. We know, okay, mm. this guy needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. We were actually really shocked when we saw the first people play, like the super old version of the adventure mode. Because 
like for us, it was like you're supposed to like walk around while you shoot and just kind of like walk backwards and kite the enemies. But there were like so many people that were just like standing in a spot and they were just like standing and getting swarmed. And we're like, wait, this game is too hard for most people. And then we had to kind of like adjust things and also like explain to people that they're supposed to like move around. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, that was actually helpful. Just like, even if they don't like tell us what's wrong, just like watching them play and it's like, yeah, yeah, very helpful. Yeah. And as weird as it is, sometimes like in shooter games, in VR, it's like ducking and dodging isn't like the first thing you think of. Like in a in a in your Xbox game and you're shooting, you just kind of push a button and you're like, you know, taking cover and then you can reload. Yeah. But you mm. don't think about moving your whole body. So like we'll be playing a shooter game like with me and my brother and our, me and PJ and our nephew. We run around and then I'll just sit there and I have to reload the thing. I'm doing all that stuff and I look up and I'm just getting like murdered. I'm like, oh crap, I'm not even behind a wall. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. It, it's sometimes cool. Like sometimes it's, it's like it's problematic like that, but sometimes it's cool also where you don't have to teach certain things in VR to people because this is how they would react in real life. Some, something gets thrown on their face, they'll move their head and mm -hmm. like. That's great, like when it works with your game, and these kind of things are cool. Like, like they would immediately naturally understand. Oh, pick up a gun and press, like shoot, like a gun. You wouldn't have to explain certain kind of things like that because that's how they would do it in real life. So that's uh, yeah. that's when it works and is beneficial. Mm. No diluted yeah, menu or anything like that. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah, the more people yeah. do menus in games than VR, awkward. Yeah, our old menu was just ridiculous. It was like oh, everything yeah. was physical buttons. We had to like press like <laughs> with the gun, shoot it, and in the end we we're just like, let's just make it like a normal VR, like a normal game, just a laser pointer done. Like it's cool yeah. to have it physical and pressing a button, but in the end, players just want quickness and smoothness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny you mentioned the old menu. Just like thinking about it makes me so nostalgic. Because it's been so long. <laughs> well, like, everyone's used to, like, Xbox games. If you push a button, you might have, like, a fly-out menu where you're just going to spin the stick. But your or, or hands oh, yeah. aren't as accurate as your thumb spinning a stick. This is mm. a lot harder. So, like, get, to get it, like, minute and, you know, exact, you're pushing a physical button, that, get, that does get a little, like, weird. Because you're not really touching anything in the real world. And then stopping yeah. your hand from going through the table. I don't remember the game, but yeah, there were like some games that have, well, I think Rec Room actually has a very good implementation of that, where it's kind of a flat menu, but then you have the buttons popping uh, out of it. and Yes, with your finger. Point. Yeah, that actually yeah. felt really yeah. good. Yeah. And they, they have both options. You can press with your finger by moving your hands, uh, or you can just click a button and it mm. works both ways. Yeah, I think options are the are key for everything to Give people what they want and make it more accessible for people. But mm. <clears throat> yeah, I also understand that it's like, yeah, go on. Bro. I was gonna say I know it's not the easiest thing for devs to like throw everything in there all at once either. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Initially, from our game, like the options menu was just like two things. Like it was the rotation of the mm. of the game, like how speed, and the vignette effect when you move, like the tunnel vision effect. And yeah, now if you open the game, it's like 10 or 12 different <laughs> options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's definitely one thing I'm not going to miss about making VR games. <laughs> oh, Jesus, yes. Oh, yeah. my God. It's, like, it just, just feels so good to make a game that works, that runs on the screen for once again. Because also, yeah. there's, like, so much stuff that you just can't do in VR that makes your game feel, like, a lot more awesome easily. Like, screen shake and, like, hit stop and all these things that just don't work in VR. And you can just, like, get so much mileage out of that and make your game feel better. <laughs> just, like, and something as simple as just touching things. Like, now, here in VR, in VR, just put my head through the table. You have, to, like, <laughs> every single scenario, every single thing like this stop the player from doing it or have yeah. something like in reaction to that happening whereas in a normal game no you just have the player walking around and that's it like the collisions work everything works don't have to worry about anything so like vr just adds so much more work to get things yeah. running smoothly yeah and then also like the whole like left hand right hand thing because that was <laughs> the worst like picking up weapons because then i need to check if you pick a weapon from the wall do you pick it with the left or the right hand? And if you pick it with the right hand, do you have the same weapon equipped? Then just put an ammo. If it's a different weapon, then change the weapon. But is the weapon also in the left hand? <laughs> then do you lose the weapon? Then you need to also change it in the left hand and all these kind of things. It was just insane. <laughs> yeah. There, there. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I mean, I, I'm just happy yeah. we're like two years and we finished the game. Like, it would. That was yeah. like one thing why we chose to finish it because it would have been sad now if it was two years later and yeah, we, we quit the game. We didn't finish it fully. That would have been like, yeah. oh man, like we never did VR. But at least now it's like, okay, we did it. It worked. At least we have that satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you do more non-VR games then? Import? Any more Absolutely. VR games in the pipeline for you? Just the yeah, For me, like... <laughs> Yeah, for, for me in, in the company, I will keep doing VR because I still think mm. it's a really yeah. interesting space. Like there's so much experimentation and trying out new things. And yeah, in my free time for now, I'll be sticking to non-VR games. Aside from updating Monster Showdown, I'll be mm. sticking to non-VR games. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm planning. Yeah. yeah. Similar here, yeah, because, well, I don't work on VR at work. I actually do like web kind of it's kind of between game and web development well it's a, a browser game so i do that at work uh but yeah for now like i don't want to touch vr <laughs> i just want to <laughs> be able to enjoy vr as a consumer again so i just need to like take a step back because yeah while doing monster reapers like i just couldn't play vr anymore because it like reminded me of work so much <laughs> and yes. i just want to be able to enjoy vr again and just like do some desktop games uh yeah mostly because now i'm working on like a like side-scrolling beat-em-up because I was doing research on the 2D stuff. Uh, yeah, so do that one. And I also have like another like 3D brawler planned and just, yeah, work on that. I keep doing the YouTube stuff like teach about Unreal Engine and yeah, also like help you yeah, here with like updating Monster Showdown. Like once it's the, if it's non-quest stuff. Yeah, that's the plan for now. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of the our YouTube channels, I sent you on Twitter, our socials, so and the oh, YouTube nice. channel links, so you can share them whenever you like. Awesome. Was well, there anything we didn't talk about that you guys wanted to bring up, or? Mm. Can't really so meta, huh? 
<laughs> I'm yeah, surprised um, I was able to boot up into my, in my into my quest today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, talk, speaking briefly about Meta, like uh, there are like troubles here and there with the whole like Facebook connection and stuff. But in general, like when it comes to VR, uh, like they're the biggest company that's really just poured in money without getting much back. And they've yeah. pushed the industry so much. Like, so like, look, just looking at that, like they've helped so much and I can't complain about that. <laughs> yeah. And like the rebranding, I still don't understand much, <laughs> but you know, what do I know? <laughs> Oculus was just such a, cool concept and idea and everything that went with it but i don't know <laughs> i think this is like the new direction because they don't want to just do the it's not just going to be vr but also probably like now facebook messenger and any new uh platform they're going to be creating will all be integrated to this meta kind of system to make it all like all working together like it was cool the other day i was i took a screenshot inside my in that my game and I was like, oh, I want to send it to my wife. And I was like, oh, wait, I, immediately there, there was a button I can just share to my to Messenger. And like, oh, cool, yeah. that's cool. Like, <laughs> those kind of things are pretty cool. And so, the, like, that would be cool. Like, now, I think they're also implementing soon the home thing where I can just invite Gitch or you guys to my home, like um, my VR home, like the menu in the Quest. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. I can just chat and talk with each other, watch something. Mm. Like, those kind of things, like, pretty awesome. So putting all the systems together, making this whole meta-verse uh, kind of thing. I, th I see there could be very interesting things they can do with that. Yeah, like I'm, yeah, I don't know, I'm kind of on the fence about it, yeah, because they're a big company, they can drive <laughs> it forward, but in the end, like, I think a metaverse needs to be decentralized. Like, there's no way a company should have any say in how mm. it's going, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah that's a yeah. pretty deep topic. <laughs> <laughs> VR chat is definitely like pushing forward with that, where it's just being built by the community. Like VR chat yes, company yes. does not tell people what to do. Like they're just doing everything. Like they have nightclubs, they have like private hotels. Like it's, it's crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, they're kind of going the right direction. I think. Yeah, that's how it should be. Have like the community come in and do a lot of stuff. Be able to contribute. Mm. Any other thoughts there, Wookie? <laughs> Too many. We don't want to stay on forever. <laughs> like I always say, these pill hands, if you put your hands together and put them in the table, you can make a butt. <laughs> all I'm seeing is pills. Like, like all the blackness. A, a pill. I'm, I'm, I'm Dr. Mario. Hey, hey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can use it as a weapon. Oh, Let's throw them. <laughs> That's why I told Wookie I want to be able to pull the grip button and a little line goes between them and I can just turn them into nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, that should be easy to implement. You know, it's, it's just VR and, you know, coding. And, yeah. If statements. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all. Just flick a switch then. <laughs> How many blueprint buttons would that take? <laughs> ah, could be done with two or three blueprints. I could do it in a day. That's fine. <laughs> but now doing it in VR and multi online—that's a whole other story. Yeah, 
Uh, that's true. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm still getting sick. <laughs> I'm getting a bit dizzy from the oh, talking about online. Yeah, I'm having a bit of lag, so okay. been oh, messing uh, with my vision. Our booth isn't as performance good as it should be, so <laughs> working on trimming out some of that junk. Hello, we'll diesel help. <laughs> on that note, it's great to talk to you guys again. It's been too long. Thanks. Come back anytime. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah I love to see your updates and the game changes. And um, every time you come back, our space will probably be different and more optimized. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. sweet. <clears throat> but yeah, anyone listening, watching, check the show notes. We'll share links to your YouTube channels and Twitters and share all the fun stuff. We'll have links to the game and all that. Um, I can't wait to try it on Quest. If it works out for you guys, yes, that'd be great. Yes, open I up the whole new. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah, I would try it. You guys definitely pour a lot of heart and soul into it. Like you said, you've been working on it for so many years, and you just haven't given up, and you made it work and got the game out. So that's that just amazes me. Thank you. But thanks. Yeah, thanks for out. hanging out and talking VR yeah. and uh, Smash Brothers and Street Fighter and <laughs> <laughs> Soul Calibur. Yes. <laughs> okay, awesome. awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Fun times. Thank you.